Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome to um, our first edition of the Summer Devo. We're here live. If you're watching this uh, live with us, put it in the comments. Let us know who's watching. If you have prayer requests this morning, put that in the comments as well. Take a moment to share this with uh, with friends and family. Share this on your timeline. But really what the purpose of this is, is I want to take time this summer to just um, dig in the Word together, uh, see what God's Word says um, about um, how to start our day and how to walk together. We're going to be in the book of Ephesians. Um, I'm excited about this week. We're going to start this week off right. I'm excited about Summer XP uh, starting tonight. If you haven't registered already, you can do that. There's still time. Starts tonight for our kids. It's going to be a amazing time. I'm so excited about Summer XP. Um, so thankful for the team and for everybody that's making that possible. Thank you to everybody who's serving. It's going to be a great time. We had an awesome Sunday yesterday, and uh, I'm, um, I'm excited to uh, kick off this week uh, in the Word. So um, grab your coffee. Let's get into the Word of God together. Um, Ephesians chapter 1 is where we're going to start. We're going to start looking here at the book of Ephesians for a little bit. Um, the book of Ephesians, just a little bit of background about the book of Ephesians, is it was written by the Apostle Paul. Um, around A.D. 60, theologians believe, um, and it was written as a letter uh, to um, the people that lived in Ephesus, and that's that's what um, that's that's what many of the books of the New Testament are. They're called epistles, which literally is just a fancy word for for letter. Um, they were written um, as letters. Uh, this specifically, the Book of Ephesians was written as a letter from the Apostle Paul uh, to the people that lived. Um, in Ephesus. And uh, Ephesus was an influential city. People from all over, kind of like Knoxville, people from all over uh, came to Ephesus. And it was a center of commerce. It was a center of, of industry and science of that day. Um, it was also a center for um, a lot of false religions. Um, uh, Artemis was um, was worshipped there. It was a, there's a big temple to um, the goddess Artemis, and there were just a lot of different ideologies and different um, different religions, different things that were taking place in in that city. Um, theologians would say that there were a lot of astronomy, sorcery, prostitution. Um, a lot of things happening uh, in the city of Ephesus where the people lived. And Paul, in the middle of all this, he writes. And I just want to stop here and say this, is that that there's a lot of things happening in culture today, but um, God's Word speaks to what we're walking through as a culture. That um, we do not... We're, it's a dangerous place if we're trying to get all of our uh, morality from the culture around us but instead of in the Word of God. And so um, that's kind of one of the hearts of doing this, starting in the Word together in the mornings this summer is just really being reminded that it's God's Word that's our foundation. God's Word is the foundation for our lives and for our callings and for our community, for our future. God's Word spoke to these people who lived in Ephesus, and um, God's Word still speaking to us uh, today. Uh, Paul writes the book of Ephesians in to talk to the people about two things. First of first of all, their uh, who they are in light of who Jesus was. So in other words, their identity and their relationship 
with God. And then that that's that's kind of the first um, three chapters, chapters one through three. And then in chapter four, um, four through six, Paul starts talking to them about how they should behave. So who they who they are, their relationship with Jesus, and then their behavior. And I, I was thinking that's so important the order of that because I think sometimes as believers we get all about behavior instead of about relationship and both are important we 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 need um we need that behavior change we need God to change our lives uh, we should be growing but we grow out of relationship not out of just trying to change our behavior uh beha- behavior is changed as we um as we walk with the Lord. In other words, God cares more about who we are than what we do. How awesome is that? Today, God cares more about who you are than he does about what you do. And here's my and here's my favorite thing about the book of Ephesians, and we're going to get into Ephesians 1. Um, my favorite thing about the book of Ephesians is that Paul wrote it while he was in prison. This is one of the prison letters that Paul wrote to the church. And I think it's so awesome because Paul had a ton of reasons to be discouraged. He was in prison. Um, it was a dark, dingy prison um, in the sewer. But even in the prison, he had a purpose. That when he could have been discouraged, when when circumstances were discouraging, he chose to be an encourager. And and I don't know what your circumstance is that you're walking through today. What what thing? has the potential to derail your purpose or to cause you to have a bad attitude, I just want to remind you that you have a purpose in every season. Your prison that looks like a prison is actually a launching pad. This letter would be read um, well now by millions upon millions of people around the world that was written in a prison alone, but he had to step beyond his pain and to step into the purpose. So today, this Monday, um, it's time to step beyond your pain into the purpose that God has for you. You have a purpose. You're a leader. That's why I loved yesterday's um, you know, message uh, because it's just that reminder that we are leaders, that God's called us to do great things. Okay, so here we go. Ephesians chapter 1 in verse 1. I just want to talk about this first introductory verse today um, and show you Paul's foundation for life. Uh, this letter is from Paul, chosen by the will of God to be an apostle in Christ Jesus. I'm writing to God's holy people in Ephesus who are faithful followers of Christ Jesus. Uh, in this verse, we see Paul's foundation. Um, you know, there's no house that stands without a foundation. You don't always see the foundation, but the foundation is unbelievably important that if you're getting if you're buying a home you always do a a home inspection and one of the things that are checked is the foundation how's the foundation i have a question what is the foundation of your life what's the foundation of your walk with god i want to show you paul's three foundations really quick his first foundation is that he was chosen he just starts by saying i'm chosen i'm chosen by the will of god so his first reality of who he was is that God chose him, that he's not just an accidental follower of Jesus, but before he chose Jesus, Jesus chose him. I want to encourage you today. Jesus chose you. Like I think some of us can identify with being uh, the, the kid in line that gets chosen last. I want to tell you, God 
he's not just reluctantly calling you to his team. You are chosen. You're you're chosen. God created you. Paul says, I've realized the first thing is today, on Monday morning, I'm chosen. I'm not an accident, but God chose to adopt me. There's There may be accidental uh, pregnancies that people didn't expect, but I've never met someone who had an accidental adoption. I never met somebody who went to a wild party and then adopted three or four kids after that um, in the night. No. Um, why? Because adoption is intentional. You have to choose. And that's why the Bible says we're adopted into the family of God. In other words, we have been chosen. God intentionally chose you. Here's the second foundation that Paul had is not only is he chosen, he was called. He was called specifically to be an apostle. So not only was he chosen just to go to heaven someday and to, to be God's child, God chose him and put purpose in his life. He was he had authority as an apostle. In other words, he had a job to do uh, to make a difference in the body of Christ. You have a job to do today. You have a job to do wherever you go, whatever you're doing, whoever you're around. You have a job to do to make a difference for the kingdom of God. You are called by God. And what's that calling? Do you know what it is? I'll tell you what, a calling you can stand on. When we first felt called here to Knoxville, that's all we had, just a calling. We didn't have any money. We didn't have any people. We didn't have a church. We didn't know anything about Knoxville. All we did is have a calling. And I remember when we first visited here, I went down uh, to Gay Street, and um, we were visiting the city, and I was there looking at the city and then the hills in the distance, and that's whenever I felt like the Holy Spirit said, City Hills Church, from the city to the hills, that God was calling us to come alongside other churches here in our city and see a great revival in East Tennessee. And can I tell you, over these past um, six years that we've been living here, sometimes I drive down to Gay Street and I stand in that spot. Whenever things are going on that I don't understand or I get overwhelmed or discouraged, many times I go and I stand in that spot and I stand on that calling of God. Because sometimes a calling is all you have. But can I say the other thing? A calling is all you need. God's calling on your life. You are called. Step back into that calling. And here's the third foundation that Paul had is that I'm called and I am a servant. So I'm chosen. I'm called and I am a servant. I love what he says. He says, I am writing to God's holy people who are faithful followers of Jesus. In other words, he realized the people he would interact with, these people he were he was writing to, they were God's people. I tell you the people that you see today in the workplace, your family, they're God's people. That God created them. Every person you every person we meet today, God created them. They're God's people. And I love what he says. They're faithful followers. In other words, he was seeing value in them and he was speaking well over them. He was speaking well to them. Um, he wasn't, do you think every person in Ephesus was a faithful follower? Every single disciple, every single person in that church? No way. What was he doing? He was seeing the best. He was speaking well. Can I encourage you today? Speak well of your family today. See them as God's creation. See see the people that you work with, speak well over them, and and see them as, as children of God, people that God loves and, and value. You can't add value to people if first you don't value people. So you realize, I these are the foundation of Paul's life. I'm called. I'm chosen. And I'm a servant. So let's serve today and make a difference. Let's pray together. Let me, let's, let's pray together. Now, Lord, I'm so thankful for um, this week that you've given us 
Lord, help us today, even in the difficult seasons, to follow the example of the Apostle Paul and make a difference today. Even though we may have discouraging circumstances, God, help us to see that we have a purpose. Help us to see that we are chosen by you, God. Help us to see that we're called by you to make a difference. And help us to see ultimately that we're called to serve the people in our world today. God, use us. Help us to be servants like you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, guys, hope you have an amazing rest of your day. Um, Hey, we'll plan to keep on going with this in the mornings. Um, So take a moment and share it. We'll see you tomorrow morning. Hey, summer XP tonight. Don't miss it. Bring your kids. It's going to be awesome. Have a great day, City Hills family. Love you so much.